Ashley. Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, she's shouting because you all told you, her that. I, you, you, you everyone. Listen, even Lydia, close up. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in the comments said, Lydia, yeah. we cannot hear you. Mm-hmm. So I'm swallowing. <laughs> She is gobbling up I'm the eating the microphone. Even louder. And I'm, I, I'm eating. <laughs> anyway. So, do you have anything you really, really, really want to remember about this week? I really <laughs> want to say welcome back to Uncharted. <laughs> <laughs> I am Lydia. <laughs> I am Lydia. And this is my good sis, Ashley. And we're back with another episode. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm great. I'm, I'm great. I'm How are you feeling about well. Uncharted right now? Because... So good. Guys, in fact, this is mm. the first um, episode that we're recording since the launch. It's even true. Because the episode two, Inspired versus Influence, which I hope you guys have listened to, um, yeah. Yeah. is already out. Exactly. And that w- that was recorded before our launch. So um, we want to personally say thank you so, so much thank for showing up. Thank you so much for showing up, for sharing, for showing yeah. love, supporting everything. It's been, it's been really real. Even a like... Even a the, like, even a share, post, even a share, even the comments. The comment section has been going. I crazy, know, literally. I know, thousands, Thou- thousands of them, literally thousands of them. We love you, because they're never going to tell us to get in the fucking cab. No, never ever. Um, Bro. cool. So today we mm-hmm. want to talk about a myriad of things. In fact, we are. Um, we want to. Yeah, go on. I was going to say first things first. Oh my god, yeah, go totes on. forgot about. Yeah. Our you even now i'm trusting you you've got no this. no 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 no. It's e- the pressure is even on i'm even yeah. sweating the pressure is worse it's worse yeah so i would <laughs> <laughs> you vomit in the mic listen i'm trying to do anything so that they can hear me at this point i'll put the microphone in my mouth guys you <laughs> blink twice <laughs> <so you> can- <laughs> Blink tw- we can't even see them. What are you talking about? That was the joke. Uh. <coughs> <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Um, um what went well even better for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. Um you intro, you intro. Yeah, so let's <laughs> what do you wanna remember? And what do you hope you really forget about this week? Okay, cool. So what I hope to remember. Mm. I went to go and see Miss Taylor. Wow, you're so right. Miss Taylor. Miss Tiana Taylor, if you're listening, if you're watching, if you're tuned in, hey, do you know what happened? She's such a performer. Miss Tiana Taylor come eat down. Mm -hmm. She ate down. Junie Junie ate down. She's so gorgeous. Her baby daughter. I don't know how old she is, like seven, nine? Listen. Ten? That girl has my heart. She has my, her mom, I saw her mom. I said, wow, bro. Tiana Taylor, I bought her roses and she received my roses. Wow. That's such a Tiana Taylor, moment. Right, I'm just saying it's very uncharted of me. Mm, it is very, so very, uncharted very mm. uncharted of me. Uncharted. Verb, adjective, mm. whatever takes your fancy. Yeah. You're getting a phone no. call. <sighs> when I tell yeah. you, people are hounding. Since heckling. the launch, yeah, I know. it's I know, ridiculous. Guys. People have been up. It, sorry, English yeah, isn't yeah. even my strong suit. It's even fine. Go on. But that's not the point. Yeah, Tiana Taylor. Stop being um unprofessional. Silence your phone right now. It is on silent. Okay, but I can hear it vibrating. Okay. Um, anywho, so <coughs> Tiana Taylor, I just wanna say that she 
for her last bow, which I really hope it's not, she ate down, I really and I can't. I really, I really, like, I really think it is, but I really hope it's not. And I'm going to say it's not to claim it and put it out there in the universe that she's coming back to perform again. Um, that's hopeful. That was kind of like wow. when Summer Walker said, um, first and last tour. But I feel like it's Tiana Taylor's like, no, you guys no, are taking a piss. No, Tiana's like, actually, she's my like, <laughs> she said, you guys are taking. What do you think of R and B? Because a lot of people are saying that R and B, R and B is dead. But then Diddy was said like he brought out he put out um a record label basically just dedicated to R and B. So what like what are your thoughts on that? I didn't even know he did that. That's very cool. I think it's like Love Records or something like that. Mm, I don't. Don't eat me up in the comments because thing I is, how can it be dead? Look exactly. at all the R and B girlies at this time. That's what I'm saying. It but apparently it's like I feel like hip hop. Yeah. Carry on. No. 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 Yeah. So yeah. Much sense, yeah. Because so. like things like hip hop, um, pop, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, rap, like things like that, are more prominent in the music industry, and I think it's giving people the ability to be able to say R and B is dead. Because if you think about it, compared to the nineties to now, that's what I was like, gonna say. Yeah. I think um, R and B is redefined mm, mm, into mm. what it has to like. It has to fill this new space now. Yeah. Because um, I know. Listen, don't get onto me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk about her. I, I don't know what you want me to say, but Ari is known for like the like r&b infused pop that she makes mm-hmm. but like a lot of people debated whether like her album the dangerous woman one was like r&b or pop like it was mm. getting nominated for the pop grammys yeah, but not yeah. in the r&b section or contemporary r&b or whatever it is it's like it blurs the line music is constantly blurring lines yeah. and like but then you've got to consider like uk r&b mm. because it's like it's one thing to have like r&b in general but then when you think about r&b for me Summer Walker's the first name that pops up to my head. Tiana Taylor, uh, Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine. Her. Jasmine. Yeah. Jasmine. Anyway, Lauren Hill. But. Yeah, you're all right. Thanks. Lauren Hill. But then in the UK, we have like. It's not as known. It's not as prominent. It's not to say that UK yeah. R&B is dead. It could be interpreted as grime. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, I feel um, like it's more blurred oh. when we look at this country. I feel like people in this country are looking like if we're comparing the US and the UK, they're looking more towards drill and like hip hop and stuff like that. But do they're you not think it's <coughs> so sorry. Do you think it's more blood in the UK? Or like um the UK just doesn't have like as m- they're they're more regarded as rising stars of R and B as opposed mm. to like more established. Because obviously th- like the US is responsible for the Grammys and all these awards that celebrate like music and they put their artists on a pedestal so I feel like it's just harder for UK artists to break out but I feel like over there it's more blood because of the like literally the Grammys and the Mm. way they like um put music into such distinct categories when it's like she's white yes but she isn't making pop she's making R&B at this time or like this the album in 2015 gets nominated for pop and then the next one gets nominated for r&b, R&B yeah. like it, it's it happens it's okay it's very very normal it's, it's true i don't know i mean personally i would say i think you're right i feel like it's not blurred in the uk but we're just not as prominent as them like for we're sure. just not as known like you have flow flow the They're girlies so cool, man flow so hey cool. flow i've literally been singing 
um summertime in my oh my head, gosh like, summertime i know is alive. nah stuck in my head we've got fl- we've got angel we've got mm, i mean there's so on. many i can't really and treat, like, now that i think about it it doesn't come to my head as quickly yeah yeah, it doesn't exactly, come to my head as exactly. quickly. Whereas I know that I listen to UK R&B, but it's like, it takes a while for me to try and remember that. I, it's like, Flo came up first because they're the most recent UK R&B singers that like, I've Compared been listening to. Compared to yeah. Destiny's Child as right, of now. Right, 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 right. Which is such it a huge It makes so thing. much sense. It makes it so much does. sense. Did you see their um, so live performance? Yeah. The acoustic stop yes. on Vivo? The Vivo performances Eight are something out of this world. Down. Eight down. <coughs> anyway, so what do you want to forget? Oh, yeah. I <coughs> would like <laughs> to forget. What would I like to forget? I've forgotten. Wow, good. I guess uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> um, But let's take it back to this hospitality and catering <laughs> thing one more time. One more time for the mm. one time. Mm-mm. The tide of hearing it. What else have we got? No, 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 no. no. You're going to hear it. Because if you would have heard what my manager said to me, so obviously I've told you, I've told you that they've complained about me. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to hear blink about twice it. if you're over it. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you what my manager said to me. Okay. He was like, I told you that they basically targeting me and my friends at work because we're all black and beautiful. Yeah. But um, what what did he say? He said, Lydia, I really appreciate you. Like I can see that you're working so hard. I said, That's a new tune. Are you sick? Because I decided I'm not going to come into work and speak to anyone anymore because yep. you decided that I don't work. So what I'm going to do is I'm not going to talk. Now you're going to be nice to me. Wow. Shut your stinking mm-hmm. dirty mouth. Mm-hmm. Don't ever tell me that I work hard after you basically told me to get back on the field and pick the cotton. Pick That's the what co- literally. literally. Cotton. How disgusting. So I just, I was like, what? Pick and choose when you want to be nice to exactly. your staff. Anyway. Sick. Your turn. <laughs> just staying on the topic of hospitality even though i was the one who wanted to get rid blink twice quit the fuck out of my sorry yeah my girl French, quit my job mm. and Round feeling ecstatic thanks so much feeling ecstatic elated i literally mm. woke up the next morning i was like mm, no responsibility absolutely aside nah, from it's the different obvious. when you quit your job you know do you know what i mean you mm. sleep, I immediately slept better mm-hmm. slept with health mm-hmm Mental um, health is up here on a pedestal. Skyrocketing. Summertime is a vibe. They said, I'm going to put your shit in a cardboard box. Yeah, exactly. Changing your number, and I'm changing all the locks. In our cardboard box. Yeah. And do you know what Beyonce said? She said to the left, to the left. Yeah, in that box as well. In the same box. Alright, so boom. Mm. Boom. So, <laughs> so um, what I want to remember, no, forget, um, is I wrote in my notes perspective, ow, I just bit my tongue, perspective on others, brackets, carnival. Um, yeah, I was with this person who's... um one of my best friends and she i could tell by the end of carnival she was very done with it all Mm. and um you weren't there for that long though no which was so fucking annoying because i missed all the soca but um 
and then I joined with you guys, and by this point, I was ready to start shaking the ash. Oh, yeah. But... We were done. Yeah. You guys were done. She was done. But she wasn't, like, done with the whole event, more so just, like, the walking down Labra Grove. Just, yes. like, wanted to go into, like, the little roads and da um, But essentially, it was it's just about kind of listening to what the people around you want, even though they're not explicitly saying it. It's, it was kind of a selfish thing of me to be, like sorry but um yeah selfish of me to like want to continue like going with you guys even though i know she didn't knew she didn't want to mm. and like, i had i'd just seen you guys and yeah. like the day before we barely like we it wasn't really the carny experience obviously because it was spontaneous but like i just wanted to stay and obviously that wasn't our case so i just would want to think that if it was the other way around they'd want to, you know, kind of respect how I was feeling at the time mm. and what was going on and just, like, dip, especially because I knew everybody, but they she didn't. She didn't, yeah. yeah. exactly. They didn't That's very reflective know. of you. Yeah, I mean, it's not the first time that that situation has, like, um, came about. Mm. Um, but I feel like it's important to know who to mix your friends with. For sure. Because I feel like we've both learned that the hard way we've learned that the hard way and i think now i have a good grasp on things and like my friends only mix if it unless it's absolutely necessary for example our launch event mm -hmm. definitely yeah. yeah yeah um i guess well it doesn't really bring us in but i we should talk about what we want to talk about today mm -hmm. um we are kind of covering the topic of accountability, holding yourself accountable, holding others, mm. um, when to hold them accountable. Um, the guilt of saying no, which I assume will be the title. Yeah. Um, just breaking down that concept. So off of, based off of like going off of friends, I think that's the, the easiest it's way to It's a segue, in it? Yeah. yeah. So like, the first thing I would say is, working with friends in a professional sense as a creative yes or no and i think the easiest example is us like well the first example would be us so obviously yes because we're doing it yeah <laughs> but um why no for obvious reasons i assume but maybe not so obvious for not, everyone not even so obvious because the answer didn't even spring to my head mm. like the no um i think no on only like if you know like you need to know your friend mm. and then decipher whether that person collaboratively would work well in the business aspect yeah. i know lydia to the t so when it comes to like um starting a business when i was talk when i was like sharing my ideas with her about starting a blog and all this this like ages ago like yeah. over a year ago yeah it wasn't a matter like initially the idea was to do this by myself but mm -hmm. like thinking about doing it with her it it was just a logical it, it next step. It yeah, it really naturally it was never, happened. It was never really a plan. I never, like, came to you and said, do you want to do this with me? But it was mm. like, fuck, like, did you should do this with me? Yeah. Like, this, yeah, and, and it, it just, it's a, it's a thing where I didn't have to take a step back and say, wait, seriously, let's hold on a minute, because you have to think about logistically how it would work mm. um, within the friendship, and I think... It was, yeah. Yeah, it was very easy. But I feel like in that same sense, it's hard to, it's easy to think like that and then still be led astray in terms of like friends. Because it's like, let's say, for example, I wanted to work with a friend on a business and I'm just like, yeah, like we're, we're, we're compatible in, in every other sense. And it comes down to working with them. And it's just like, 
no i think you 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 have to but the thing is when you for definitely when you know the person you know how they interact with others how Mm. they manage their time like i'm not talking about we get along so well we're so funny we watch the same tv shows Mm. like i'm observing how um you treat your friends and how you treat your sisters but i think in that sense that's why I'm, like that's my point basically like yeah, ex- no, because exactly, you because sometimes when you observe that you can almost ignore the red flags because they're your friend mm. so it's like it's easy to be like she does this da, 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 but like we're friends so i feel like we can work together but then like when it's the little things like when you can't have a like i feel like if your friends aren't like working with your friends if your friends aren't reflective then that's a big major red flag definitely because it's like if they like don't feel bad about like let's say they've done something wrong or if they like aren't reflective upon the fact like let's say you've given me feedback about i don't know let's say i i um didn't take your feedback well on a on an episode that i'm editing for our podcast and i'm just like no but i like it like this and i didn't reflect upon the fact that or maybe from your perspective it might look good from like th- not like I'm not making it personal. I'm saying from an audience point of view, this is how it's gonna look. Da, 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 da. Yeah. If I'm not very reflective in that sense, in that in that sense in general, then I feel like it would affect our business relationship. Definitely. Because if I'm not reflective of you as an individual, then as a as partners, it's gonna be a real 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 issue. Exactly. That self reflection is key as a like individual p- point of view, like mm-hmm. you as a person working on yourself but then bring it into the business aspect. You have to be able to take on uh, on board feedback um, and criticism. And I not was take it personally. I was going to say, like, I have friends that are just, they would be so smart and, and business savvy in, like, in um, a collaborative, like, um, partnership, but I know I couldn't work with them. Like, mm. there's positive and nev- negative aspects, and you don't... O- um, always see that immediately but um, I have a friend in particular who just really uh, gets quite defensive like she she often thinks that she can almost do no wrong mm. and that is the if not biggest red flag I yeah. think in a partnership because it's like well how now do we move past a situation because yeah. and also it doesn't help that she's so sweet mm. she's so nice as well so it's like it's not even that you have like a sour like bitter personality that makes you hard to be around you're yeah. so affectionate and loving but it's like if you really can't take criticism well yeah it doesn't really matter if you're nice and loving and yeah, sweet. yeah yeah i feel like that's that's very very important i feel like when you're working with your friends you often try and think about their feelings a lot and i feel like sometimes yeah. you have to forget that exactly i will ask you a question because i'm about to answer it myself mm. um what do you think would be the number one thing or one of the number one things that you would look for um personality wise in a partnership um that would like be compatible with your own personality mm. and i would say for me number one is that they can read like they have thick skin yeah. because i need to I need to be able to tell you that I didn't like the way you edited this or I didn't like that caption. I think you should change that outfit and it not be yeah, thought yeah. about in two weeks time or exactly. not be taken the wrong way because I, I have your best interest at heart and mm-hmm. I have this brand's best interest at heart and I think you personally um, match that because yeah. it's so taxing to be able to worry about your feelings to the point where we can't move you know, progressively. <laughs> like I feel like a good example is 
casting for your short film because <laughs> I feel like I'm very much a person who doesn't take shit personally, just in general. Like I get over things when like that. When I tell that. you guys, when I was going through a hell of a time, a hell of a time, the fact that Lydia is my most low maintenance, <laughs> low maintenance. friend. You do not have to shit. worry about me. I'm like, oh, I forgot to call this girl back. I do not have to worry about her. I do not care. Like yeah. Well, it's not I do not care. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I care, but it's like, she's not going to be at my neck. And uh, I really, really need that. You really need that friend if you're, yeah. yeah. I feel like it's a, it's a, it's good to have a balance of the both, if the two, if that makes sense. Because I'm more laid back and you're not. So it's yeah. like we kind of, there's a good balance between the two of us. And I think in terms of your short film, for example, like, I'm not going to lie, I didn't take that audition seriously. And I think it's p- because we are friends. I know. I didn't take that audition seriously. And I didn't get the role, but I knew I wasn't going to get the role. So I didn't feel any type of way about it because I know I didn't put the effort in. But she was like, she said it to me in a very professional sense. She was like, yeah, you don't know what I'm looking for. Da, 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 da. And I was like, yeah, cool. Anyway, so um, about the, yeah. the launch type of thing. It's like, if you know, like, if I was the type of person to take shit personally, and it was just like, yeah, but I just feel like maybe if you give me a second, then it's just like, yeah. you're completely missing the point. You're completely, and it's like, when you talk about feelings and like, you didn't take this in consideration. It's just that like, I can't work with you. Because if, if you really, like, if I was the type of person that wasn't reflective and I took that personally to my core, then that would have affected us. Like, There's it would have been a, a like a small thing, but it would have affected us in the long oh run. Oh, my God. Do you know how many things could have affected us in the long run? Really in the 10 years. that yeah. we Because we don't, like, we work well, but we don't agree on everything. Yeah, exactly. Actually, like, we agree on most we, things. No, we agree on most things. We but really I feel like easy. because we are both, very understanding we compromise a lot so yeah. i feel like we always meet it's in the middle perspective honestly yeah. because if you like if you if you were unreasonable about my decision then you um sorry i got so distracted if you were unreasonable about my decision mm. you wouldn't have the perspective and therefore you wouldn't see that from my end i'm having to fire um uninvite yeah. and all this this a lot of my friends yeah over the over the last two months i've had to kick my good good homies to the to the rocks yeah so it's like you know exactly i think i think it's 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 good to have that understanding and like we definitely do not agree on many many things like for example pictures one thing about me and Ashley, we're not going to agree on the picture. But the thing is, I think because we're both very understanding, it's like, if you say, okay, cool, da, 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 I'm going to be like, okay, cool, fair enough. I'm going to see it from your perspective. Yeah. If you were hard-headed, then we would fight to the end type of thing. Yeah, I feel we like would. we're not hard-headed. We're not hard-headed at all. I mean, I can be hard-headed, Yeah. but I'm not hard-headed, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm v- I feel like we're quite flexible. Yeah, people. yeah, yeah, I agree. For sure, I don't... I don't think I'm hard-headed. I, I wouldn't I, say you are at all. I often know what I want. Mm-hmm. And when I do, it's, you know... But it's still easy to sway my mind. Mm-hmm. But I'm a very decisive person, I'd say. I, I agree. You are very decisive. And I think it's like... Yeah, so, like I was saying, working on that short film, if I was, like, not a very reflective person, whatever, then I would have taken it personally. And I think... In just in terms of working with friends, you have to be able to like understand personality traits. You have to understand who you're working with. And I think don't ignore red flags because they're your friends. Because I think that in itself is a major red flag. Right. Exactly. It's a major, major red flag. And some things, oh, this is an important one. Some things that maybe 
um, that might not be regarded as a red flag in a friendship might be regarded as a red flag in a collaborative exactly. partnership exactly. Um, or business uh, venture, whatever. Because um, one of my friends who um, I had to unfortunately tell that she wasn't able to work on the film um, was it it was basically a case of that where like on a regular day they wouldn't like we'd, they wouldn't reply in the same week <laughs> like mm. if i was lucky or whatever and it's like fine we don't like we don't talk very often um which obviously isn't a red flag because mm. that's the case of so many of my friends but then in the business sense of the word my directors now what is going on because mm. i need i need to it's know it's not just you exactly it is a whole it's a whole team. It's a whole pro- whole process. Exactly of moving parts, and if one of the parts are stuck, then mm. you know we don't move. We don't get anywhere. Um, and it's really about holding yourself accountable enough to say that. Listen, this person is so close to my heart, but mm. I really, c- I, I it, it's not beneficial for um, this project mm-hmm. and for the people that are involved with it. You have to not be selfish yeah. just because you want them on board and you want like. Uh, it would have been so good to have you on board but it's like you have to think of what's best for the thing and i think what i found is like just in this beginning stage of this business i feel like i found that i know i'm a very empathetic person like i feel bad for people all the time but i feel like my the business side of me is not like that at all and i've i i really appreciate that about myself finding that out because yeah. i feel like it's it's not even just about your friend it's about yeah eating eat the, the, eat the mic <laughs> it's not even about That's your friends it's about um like yourself as well like understanding yourself understanding what you're capable of doing as well understanding your boundaries and things like that because if you don't then it's like it's not just affecting you your partnership is affecting you as well yeah definitely yeah another thing i think is when like you're working with your with friends how it's easy to really like be very laid back because an example would be us in the beginning stages of uncharted um wow yeah yeah if yeah (laughs) honestly if we hadn't put our foot down and set this goddamn date of september 1st Mm -hmm. we would be drifting in the air exactly with sitting on five episodes no but literally we thought we were doing so good and one day we were like let's actually listen to this back and we said no. Yeah. This yeah. is so bad. We literally had pre-recorded like five episodes maybe. And we deleted every single one of them. And started from I scratch. Started as, uh, again. Because mm-hmm. it just was not. They don't even need to. They, who cares? But it was not. It was subpar. Mm-mm, it wasn't. And I think mental health. Like putting your mental health first is very, very important. But I feel like we started using it as an excuse way too much. Way too much. And because we are so close, I can never that like, I'll never think twice about being pissed at you. Exactly, if, if yeah. Like if it was a mental health in thing. In the name of mental health, yeah. you take them days yeah. away from this and that is fine. But then now that our shit is out there Exactly, there's no you time. You better <laughs> take that day and the next day come right. back to work. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, because if you really think about it, if we weren't friends, I couldn't I couldn't not use that excuse. No, that's the thing. That's what I started to realise. Mm-hmm. And then I think yeah. we started having to hold each other accountable because it's like, yeah, you're going through it, but at the same time, I need you to get better because we have shit to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's all good, good and well having a friend that's laid back, 
But if it's too much to the point where you're not getting shit done, then it's like, well, like, who's putting their foot down? Where are the boundaries? Like, where are the mm. goals? What, like, what, what are you doing all of this for? Right. It all becomes for nothing. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I really appreciate um, when my friends were working on a project, and um, I was just like, damn, I'm really not on my shit. Like, I was like, um, I'm, I'm just like, I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm just going through a lot. Um, and I have a lot on my plate and, and they were just like, it's it's literally, that's the whole point of a partnership. Like I'm gonna sometimes be the one who has to pick up the slack and that's okay. Like we're in uni, we're going through shit and this is how it's gonna be a lot of the time. But you know, it's understandable basically is, is essentially what they were saying. And I was like, you know what? It's so true. Mm. Like, cause I unequivocally do the same to you and and you give me the same thing back. Like if you forget to post this video or do this or whatever, I'm like, yeah, like I'll do it. It's like it's fine. This mm. is my thing too. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not like this. Yeah, like get like wake up, whatever. Unless obviously it, it gets to an extreme point, but like mm. essentially he's like, why wouldn't I? Like we have, I have to sometimes, you know, pick up where you're lacking. Yeah, it would be a problem if if one it. person was doing more than the other. Which occasionally it sometimes is. Mm. Yeah. But it's more so about like. I don't know. Just it's it's really down to the understanding, and then mm. un- and knowing that like you will reap the benefits in due time. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like it depends on the time because I feel like let's say for example, like for like with equipment, let's say for example, there's a month where like I'm down and you're up in terms of money, and then you'll be like, okay, it's cool, I'll get it, and then in the other sense, if I'm up and you're down, then I'll get it type of thing. It's like if you have that certain understanding it's like if you don't make it a regular thing and you have an understanding between the two of you right then it's like then you can work from there type of thing how would you how how would you cope if for example um you were up with money and i wasn't um like you were doing you were financially stable in other words um Mm. and i wasn't for a month yeah but a couple months um in terms of saying no and like the guilt that you'd feel towards that because obviously we are close and we do have like a partnership mm. and a business but how would you go around that in terms of uncharted or just in general both i feel like it's tricky because i've 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 experienced it before just in a friendship and i think me personally the type of person i am like giving to my friends i don't count like I don't count how many times I help my friends out financially or just yeah. in general. I don't count how many times I do it. But I feel like when it gets to a point where it's like excessively helping you and it's I feel like it's 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 hard when you know your your friends' intentions are never bad. It's like if you know that that person is just really going through it all the time, then it's like it's easy for me to just be like, Do you know what, fair enough. But then it gets to a point where it's just like I've also got my own things that I'm dealing with as well, mm. and it, it's it becomes very very hard to say no, and as hard as it is, sometimes you just have to, and this is just a general sense. Sometimes you just gotta say no, whether it's with to do with money, whether it's showing up sometimes. Because don't get me wrong, I'm gonna show up. If you call me at two o'clock in the morning mm. and say I'm I need you to be at my house like right now, I'm going through something. I'll be there. Yeah. But you've also got to remember like just in general that people always have 
things going on with them whether they want to express that to you or not they always do i think that's the most valuable lesson i've ever learned in my whole life mm. and i've re- i've properly started to understand that like there's a difference between learning and really seeing it with your own eyes mm. the lesson that you've learned um that people are always going which is so like obviously people are going through their own shit like you yeah. hear it all the time but when you really um deep it i guess it's like you have to be understanding. But then it makes it hard for you to want to go to your friends for advice if you always have that in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like it's it's a hard balance. It's it's, it's it hard balance. to balance. But I think for me personally, I found that like let's say for example I'm trying to help somebody like go through like whatever it is that they're going through. I can only help you so much. There's only so much I can do. Right. But if you're the type of person who's not willing to put in that same growth and development for themselves, and you want to put the burden on other people, then it's like, and you're not even trying to, but it's like, if you're not trying to better yourself, how am I supposed to better you type of thing? Mm. Like, if I'm coming to you and I'm saying, I'm going through this, da 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 but I'm getting shit done, then it's like, I want you to do better for yourself, but at the same time, you're not doing anything that affects me type of thing. Right. But it's like, if I'm constantly like, oh, I need this, I need that, and it's like, it's not only emotionally taxing, but it becomes financially taxing to me too. Like, you're now a part of my expenses, which is not what we that's need in like, this economy. That's like, that's a lot. So how would you um, keep that, maintain, I guess, that boundary um, within the friendship, not the business side, if someone is emotionally taxing to you? Because financially, mm. you've expressed that you can kind of deal with that uh, if you know that someone's going through it. But emotionally, you need to be there for yourself. But, like, you also don't want to say that like i'm going through a lot i can't help you right now because then when they're going through a lot and you're starting to do better then they they don't want to come to you mm. because they have that in mind exactly what you were just saying like they have that in mind that sorry this person's emotionally unavailable for me right now like i yeah. can't be, i can't go to them me personally i i feel like i'm the type of person that can take on a lot like people's people's burdens don't become my burdens if that makes sense mm. like i can take on quite a bit and i've said those exact words but the other way around i was like people's burdens <laughs> are always my <laughs> burdens and i don't understand it's like yeah i'm not like the other girls like i'm so empathetic like yeah. it's really not that but like wow i really can't separate other people's um pain like <laughs> don't get me wrong like if my friend's going through something i'll feel that but it like I feel like I stress more so about stuff like money, like work and stuff like that. But like my friends' issues don't become my problems. So it's like, Which talk to a me. Healthy, a healthy boundary that you've set within yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say it's like, yeah, talk to me, it's fine. Like, let me know. But it's like, I feel like it's another hard one because when you're going through your own stuff and your friends are telling you about stuff, it's different because I think if you have somebody that's constantly telling you bad things are happening to them, and then bad things are happening to you at the same time, and you see that person isn't doing anything to help themselves, that's it's when it really can start to, to play in your head a bit. And I feel like then you can start to internally get frustrated with that person unknowingly <gasps> because... You're speaking facts yeah. right now. Carry on. No, 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 that was it. That you, you, Yeah, go on. I'm just now realising that in present day, like right now, right now, because I'm unintentionally getting angry and angry at this person who i'm very um close with and i don't even realize it's because they're complaining to me about something that i i'm also going through mm. but i am working to get out of this yeah 
position that I'm in, but it feels like they're not actively trying, mm. but they're constantly complaining. It's like, sorry, if we're both in a similar, um, not so pleasant situation, please help yourself yeah. because I can't pick up the slack for you. I want to yeah. be there for you, but I like, I don't know how to balance the two. It has only really yeah. so much you can do. And then I didn't realize that I was actually getting more irritated at the person. And then they would do smaller things. You need to really watch that <laughs> as yeah. in like you listeners, my dear friends, because I I didn't realize that I was like this as I was saying the smaller things that they would do or say I would be unusually more angry like mm. I would be unusually just like um really pissed off and I was like what like I know I'm like occasionally a bit like hot-headed or whatever but this is becoming uh like abnormal yeah. I'm usually not this like snappy with my friends and I feel like, let's say, for example, you and your friend are going through the same thing, but you, they're, t they're taking it deeper than you would, that can frustrate you as well. Because, like, some things that people tell me they're going through, I'm just like, seriously, like, are you being for real? Mm. And it's like, you can't, but then it's like, I can't invalidate how you feel. I can never invalidate somebody else's feelings because just because I don't take it this way, like, Sometimes I go through stuff and I don't realize I'm going through things. That's just how I am. Like, I just get on with things. And sometimes that's not healthy. Do you know what I mean? But you can't then make other people feel bad because they don't get over things as quickly as you do and stuff like that. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like just being reflective is very, very important. If that anything you learn today, it's just try to be reflective. Yeah. I think the upbringing hasn't allowed for um, them to, like, get over things quickly. Yeah. You have to remember, like, that. Like that's how some people's brains are trained. Mm -hmm. to kind of sit with their emotions yeah it all comes down to parenting it does and i think in the business as aspect sometimes i don't know the guilt of saying no in a friendship aspect is very different from the business aspect because very with, with in terms of business it's very easy for you to cut people off i feel like because if they don't understand that like this is this is a stream of income this is something that i'm working towards Da, 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 da. it's just like okay like we're not on the same mindset i'm gonna have to separate you from what i'm doing right now but as a friend it's just like mm, like you gotta start considering like your approach and how you speak to people and then like it becomes it becomes part of how you think and how you feel and like how you interact with them i think financially for example if it was like because we pretty much do everything 50 50 we do everything 50 50 and i feel like for example, if there was a time that I couldn't do something and you could or vice versa, we always make up for it. So it's like, okay, I can't get this, but I'll get this. And then it's like, okay, if you can't get this, then I'll get this. Like, we always meet in the middle. There's always a compromise. There's always an understanding. Yeah. Um. So I feel like it never, there's never a big issue with the two of us. I mean, we still have a lot to learn, but as of right now, we have a very good understanding. We're very, it helps that we're very similar in that sense. Yes. But I feel like if you're working with somebody who's not similar to you in that sense, financially, because starting a business with somebody, like money is, is, is always going to be a part of the conversation. And I feel like if you don't, if that person is not willing to, um, step into their pockets um if that person isn't willing to like cover stuff and then like you cover like if there's no compromise then it's like you can't you can't i can't start anything with you if you if we're both not willing Definitely. to invest in ourselves in our business or one person is willing to do more than the other 
then it's like that we can't start here because we're not on the same page you're on page 45 right <laughs> you really do want to be at least in a similar tax bracket you know yeah. i mean f- not not literally but like that kind of just for when you're starting a business with somebody at least if it's one other person mm. because now if at the beginning it may start out that one person is way more um financially in a better place um to compensate for the things that you need to you know do for your business and that's and they're fine with that and the other person's also fine with that a couple of months down the line, they start to get sick of it. They yeah. feel like they're pulling all the weight and all that. And then the other person's like, well, you were fine with it initially. So now what's yeah. the problem? So you kind of need to... Then it no longer becomes a business between two people. That's one person. That's one business. Mm-hmm. That's one person's business. And they might... They might um, um, what What is it? Like, attach autonomy to the work that they've created together mm. and kind of steer that creativity towards them and take it as their own because they're financially more responsible for it exactly so then it becomes difficult for you because that's that's a brand that you two have made together that's true i was gonna ask you um do you feel like you s- um struggle more with saying a no in your personal life or your business life for example business would mean you get um offered this role but you have to maybe do something that you're not very comfortable with mm. or you're at a photo shoot and you know you don't want to do this or that or you know whatever it is or like in a friendship which is you know a bit more straightforward like just cutting someone off or maybe not even as dramatic as that i struggle more in a personal sense mm. with with saying no because i i care I feel like I try to think about how people feel. Like even if like I may not go about things the way that let's say for example if it w- if we're talking about our friendship, let's say for example I don't know. But in terms of saying no to you, maybe I might not go about it in the in the way that you would like, but I always try to think as much as I can about my friends and how they feel. Um so for me it's harder to say no. Whereas in a business sense, I feel like what I'm finding as we go along with this and just in general it's easier for me to say no because it's more about how I'm I care about how I'm presented I care about like um the things that like I care about what I care about if that makes sense like I know what I want I know what I care about I know what I exactly and I feel like the more I get into this business the more I understand but for now it's easier for me to just be like no this is a business no Mm. type of thing it's very easy for me to separate friendship and business I think because I, 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 I know what I'm like with a business hat on and I know what I'm like with my friends. Yeah, I was about to say that I um, I don't think I really struggle to say no. Um, you don't. In, in, either <laughs> in any sense. In either sense. <laughs> However, remember that time like towards the end of the academic year and I was just doing whatever, mm. saying yes to whoever, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, no, I can definitely meet you at eight in the morning. And then That was so crazy because I was the one that had to say to you, babe. You did. And that's, that's how I yeah. just came to the realization that I actually do sometimes struggle in, in the personal, in the personal sense. Mm. Um, because I don't even see it as I'm struggling to say no because I want to do it. Like yeah. I wanna I want to see four of my friends in one day. Yes, yeah. I definitely wanna do that. But then I don't realise in two weeks' time that I'm completely burnt out and I'm breaking down. Mm. Um someone's really trying to get hold of me. It's absolutely fine. Anyway, go on. Um mm, I told you 
Your phone vibrates on silence. I hate people whose phone vibrates on silence. I'm gonna have to. It's fine. It's on settings anyway. Hell, it is down. Just wanna see you. Anyway, yeah, you were saying. Yeah. You I'm were finished. seeing like twelve pe- people in yeah, two yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't realize that. That. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. As I was saying, I was. I made time for all my friends at every point space imaginable. Um, yes, I'll write this script for you. Yes, I'll see you at whatever silly time in the morning. Um, but didn't actually realize it wasn't something that I wanted to do. Mm. I, in the time, I wanted to do it and then wouldn't realize until I was uh, burnt out. So now I know, I definitely know in my personal endeavors moving forward to not agree to everything. Even though in the time I might think I want to, my body and my, my mind and my mental health will not thank me for it in the long run. Do you think it's easier to say no now as a 20 year old as opposed to a teenager because like i feel like like just upon like reflection of you like knowing you for however many years i've known you i feel like you're always like you're always very direct you always like always knowing what you want but would you say like it's like from 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 my observations i feel like it's harder for you more so in a personal sense it's harder for you to say no now as opposed to when you were younger I feel like, in a weird way, you were more sure of yourself then, in terms yeah. of your friends, yeah. than opposed to now. What would like? What would you say? Interesting. I was gonna say, now it's it's easier because I, I as you said, I was sure of myself then, and I'm pretty sure of myself now, and it, it only you know grows to build mm. in that in that self confidence. I don't think I had a lot of self confidence um, as a teenager. Mm. I was still quite decisive. Yeah. And I would tell people as it is, like how it is, but I don't think I was so confident. That's an interesting question. I think I'm going to need to think about that like and come back to you another day. But I on like upon first thought, it was that now it's easier. Just cuz or at least like even comparing like 7 months ago to now, yeah. I would say that's that I think my mind has a pretty clear scope of that. Mm. I think now I can definitely like say no to anything yeah i really really i'm great at that it's my favorite thing to do (laughs) fuck no Mm. um yeah as opposed to a year ago definitely so okay cool so in terms of saying no the art of saying no Mm. um we're both i would say we're both in transitional periods um going into obviously a new business venture, a new age, a new decade, in fact, um, new friends. Um, how do you navigate that? And I think I would say, how do you navigate being a creative in this new transitional period? Because I feel like you as a creative last year compared to you as a creative this year is two different people. And I think every conversation we've had and I feel like, especially our transitional conversation that we had at the lovely bus stop by your house, <laughs> um, like everyone has, every single one has been very, very progressive. And yeah. we've definitely spoken to each other at very transitional points in our life lives. But I think the last one was the most like transitional because we would literally change, like everything was changing as we know it. Yeah, exactly. For reference, um, I think our pod, so we, june 9th and 15th we both turned 20 um and so that's like 
new decade, no longer teenagers, and also what was the other like big things? I don't know. Um, I feel like creatively, creative, yeah, 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 yeah. Like we were making moves. Um, I think I was gonna say um, I was having a conversation um, with somebody yesterday. Um, and then I, I then brought it to my mom. I was like, so if I hadn't done law, um, I mean, if I hadn't made the decision to leave law, um, would I be the same person? Like, what would I be doing now? Who would I be? Because I, I was literally mid-editing being like, hold on a minute. <laughs> I love this. This yeah. is my life right now. Like, yeah. I have to pause and reflect that this is my life. Um and I was like, I really, I came to the conclusion that I definitely wouldn't be the same person. Because the, the like, premise, essentially, of who I am is impulsive in, like, a reflective way. I don't know. In any way. I'm, repu- I'm impulsive anyway. Um, and I put myself first and I'm driven. Yeah. So, in, in for the most part, I put myself first. I don't know. Not, not you know, whatever. And by not doing law, I feel like that was the... The, you know that was the point where I had all three of those like character points m- meshed into one mm. to part from that and to go onto this creative pathway so I feel like I'd be a very different person and this person that I am now um, it's just about navigating as I go along I'd say um, I, I, take, I take pride in the fact that I wouldn't be the same person absolutely I feel like your creative urges would have been like crazy because mm-hmm. I think we were both like I feel like especially in that period like you were very much so I feel like we sang more then that makes sense we really did. like we, we were looking for any creative any outlet. any type of creative outlet so it's like the urge was definitely there and I feel like now we're more satisfied if that makes sense yeah we sang all the time all the time we like studio singing which is crazy because we nobody really asked like us to sing no one relax no yeah in the comments relax sorry I was trying to make it seem like you know people cared about us singing, uh, but no one cared they um, do they do they're literally <laughs> screaming it's fine, Ashley Ashley <laughs> Beyonce Beyonce <laughs> but yeah no like the the creative urges were like they were there they were very, very like, much yeah. so there. And so this person was like, yeah, you'd be the same. Like, you'd still want to pursue these creative endeavors or whatever things, um, even if you're doing a different course. But I don't think it would work in the same way. Mm. Like, the whole point of who I am is that, like, I make these deci- Like, I, I chose this for a reason. I couldn't, I can't explain it the way I had it the other day. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. What was that quote that you read to me d- earlier? Mm. The Kelly Clarkson one. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson? <laughs> Who? Oh. Everybody relax, 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 relax. Relax, relax, relax. Because I already know what you're going to say. Calm down, calm down, calm down. I don't I'm know sorry. why that kills me, but it was absolutely not Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> So <laughs> <laughs> love had to bits though. Um, what, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, innit? Carrie Washington. Carrie. Clarkson. <laughs> 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 you said Kelly Clarkson. I know you did. Oh no, I did not. Oh god. It anyway, so Kelly me. Clarkson slash Kerry Stop. <laughs> it was <laughs> Kerry Washington. I was listening to an interview. Common theme. 
Um, sorry, three seconds. Hi, mom. I'm, rec- <laughs> <laughs> I'm recording my podcast right now. Can we talk later? <laughs> Do you want to say hi? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't know you Okay, say hi again. Huh? You want say- me to try again? <laughs> <laughs> yes, say hi again. Hi, hi, everyone. My, <laughs> my name is Anj. I'm Ashley's mother. <laughs> the full name. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> Um, so yeah, in an interview, she basically said, um, she was talking about the guilt of saying no, which is where we got the whole gist from. And she said, um, when I say no, it leaves room for me to say yes to the things I do want to do. Mm. I love this woman right now. And I just said it to her. I know, but she's so, do you know who's so well-spoken? Carrie Washington and Gwyneth Paltrow. Like they come up with the most bizarre words that I'm like, I never thought to even use that in my vocab i didn't even know you say it again for the girls in the back because i'm the girl in the back i'm the girl on the train with her scarf wrapped around her neck and i'm gonna need you to explain that to me one more time when i say no it leaves room for me to say yes to the things i do want to do Mm -hmm. i think it's about saying no so much you almost like overflow your life with things that you don't want to do essentially Mm -hmm. or like does it mean that would you say it means that you're like certain of what you do want to do if that makes sense it's both yeah the combination of both allows room for opportunities basically Mm. okay which i think is so i feel like that is very important especially like for someone like me who struggles to say no in her personal life Mm. um just say no because exactly. it, I feel like it, it allows you to understand what you enjoy and that's not even just like with your any relationship like romantic platonic work relationships because I feel like I incorporate my work relationships as a part of as a part of my personal life yeah whereas this I would describe as more of my business life mm-hmm. even though in a sense that's my business but I don't care about that face they can all they can yeah buckle and bust their head yeah <laughs> um yeah exactly because for example um it's like in the most easy sense um saying no and like cutting off a friend you you wouldn't even know by keeping this toxic energy around you Mm. you'd be missing the uh, opportunity to you know meet this other great person who you'd work with or even maybe in the relationship sense that works a lot better like just leaving that relationship you could um make space for one that's better suited to you because you you allow yourself to realize the type of energy that you do and don't want to be around exactly and the kind of people that you will accept in your life exactly so the more you say no um you're almost putting that blockage to what you want to say yes blocker blocker because then you could even like certain characteristics that you notice in people that you say no to it's like it's just easier to filter through them it's just be like nope I've seen this. Mm. I I saw that from down the street. I saw that from down the street and I'm walking around the corner, around the block and I've seen it and I'm saying no. Yeah. No, babe. You see it coming from a mile away. eh? I got you, babe. You got me, baby. Hey. Oh my God, that's exactly what we said. So when we were talking about, um, we initially had this episode idea as um, entitled Accountability. And so um, the notes of that episode was um, 
how ho- how not holding yourself accountable leads to blocking your blessings. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's even true. Cause say it louder for the people in the back. No, because it's exactly what Miss um, Washington has just said. She she literally just said it. Literally blocking your blessings is exactly what um, saying no to you know da 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 what we were just unpacking, um, mm. and that is so important because in in the sense of holding yourself accountable. Ooh, holding yeah. yourself accountable is saying no to the things you don't want exactly. to do. Exactly. Stop. Come on, full circle. Come on. Ah. I know. Gladiator in a suit. Who would have thought? Cue gladiator in a suit. Hey. Um, clips. Absolutely. No, but deep it, deep it, deep it. Because I've been deep it, I've been deep it, I've been deep it. Deep it, deep it, deep No, that's literally okay. what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you didn't deep it. I didn't deep it, I didn't deep it. I deep it. But it's true. Holding yourself accountable is basically saying no. And I feel like... And saying yes to when needed. Exactly. But it's just, I think it's a lot harder to say no. It's, it is. Because you can say yes to anything. Yeah. You can yeah. literally say yes to anything. Yeah. Do you want to go hit? Yeah. Da, da, da. But like, because saying no, is like, you get more of a reactive response, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, you get more of a response that is a negative, if that makes sense. Break that one down. Because saying no to somebody essentially is like there's just there's negative connotations around the word no anyway because it's like you're not you're not allowing people access to you you're not allowing people access to do what they want to do right that makes you sense. set that boundary and you keep that ba- person or opportunity mm, at arm's mm-hmm, width mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. boundaries mm, boundary. boundaries come on boundaries, come on boundaries. Which are very important mm-hmm. um. In every aspect of your life, friends, family, work, any strangers, dogs, pets, whatever, like boundaries are important because, <laughs> <laughs> no, but really and truly, because if you don't set boundaries with little oh George God. the dog, hello, let's talk about nope. Let's, yeah, talk, let's talk about, about nope. nope. Really, really oh, quickly. Oh God, quickly. We're even wasting time. No, we've got nope, woman is king. We've don't got worry, so darling. There's so many things coming out. Nope. So they said it was for the cinematic girlies. They said only. Yeah. Yeah. So I put my cinematic glasses on. Right. I put my cinematic cap on and I went and I enjoyed the full two hours, however long it was, at the time of my life. Did you see that part in the movie when um, Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer, when she was like, didn't I tell you this thing was going to come with a camera? Exactly. And they said, then they said, they said <laughs> 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 and she was a recorded man. I know. I know. Stinking people. I know. But anyway. Because they're in a hellhole. But. Nah, nope was good. Fantastic. For all of you guys who lied and said that you didn't enjoy it, and da, 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 you don't understand. Yeah, because you listen, don't understand cinema and you don't understand Jordan Peele. Because we're not like other girls. We're we not. understand cinema. We're not. In a complex way. Tell them. Tell them. Tell them. Jordan Peele, Peele. is producing a Henry Re- yeah. Selleck yeah. production. Yes. yes. Tell them. Tell them. Because they don't know. We're literally here to inform the people. No, we're here to inform, we're here to inform the guys, masses. When I found out. That Henry Selleck and Jordan Peele. We need more together. reference. We need more reference because I don't understand. We need more reference. Oh Who are these people? It's a fi- oh my god, Henry Selleck, Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh-huh. Coraline. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I, I just, let me even find, I don't even This is This is big, big, major moment. I will not even lie to you. I don't even know what it was called. I finished the trailer. I threw my phone across the room. Mm-hmm. I saw that. I saw that. I said, Jordan, you just brought out Nope. I know. What are you doing? I know. Basically, it's a, it's a Halloween. Ooh. Yeah. No, I'm so excited. Wendell and Wild. Mm-hmm. Wow. Come on, cast. Okay. Jordan. Keegan. Tamara Smart. Lyric Ross. Ramona Young. Ving Rams. Cool. I'm ready. Is it Ving? I don't know. Um, Angela Bass. Stop. Angela Bass. <laughs> Seriously. Angela, Angela Bass. Are you being serious? I'm being serious. A whole Angela Bassett. Are you oh, being serious? A whole Angela Bassett. Gabrielle Dennis. Natalie Martinez. Let's go. Wow. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. So Let's fucking Venice it. Film Festival. Oh. What the fuck oh, was that? Oh, what the fuck was that? Oh. Listen, I don't know. Oh. He threw a goat in the man's lap. I'd and listen. then shit went crazy. Shit hit the fucking fan, Now bro. they can't stand next to each other. But bro. Listen, if you don't know what we're talking about, I don't know where you are. but um, Even tell them. I because wish I knew what I to tell them know, because like <laughs> the, the amount of TikToks that I've scrolled past that have been backstory on um, whatever, Don't Worry Darling's production. I'm not paying attention. Sorry. I heard Shia LaBeouf, um, Olivia Wilde, mm-hmm. Harry Styles. From There's too much going on. There's way too much to unpack. I'm so proud of you that if you've managed to unpack that, I'm even more proud if you've managed to retain any of that information, but I haven't. So sorry. Right. So um, all I know is that Harry, Olivia, Florence, not, uh, not on good terms. I don't know who <laughs> is or who isn't, but they cannot stand next to each other on the red carpet. Somebody spat on somebody. Imagine. Yeah, Harry spat on Chris Pine. I didn't even know Chris Pine was involved. And then Harry, Chris, Nick, Rock, Kroll in the mouth. And that was a great bro. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. No. To, allegedly to everything. Cause we, no, we don't everything know. before I said Harry, Chris, Nick, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. mouth. Everything before was that. Was alleged. Yeah, alleged. He threw a goat. That was also very true. Wait, what? <laughs> what? I'll show you the meme um, later. Guys, I'm going to see Hamilton. I'm going ah! to fucking see Hamilton. I'm so excited. So I, I, I'm going to be is, a new this person. This is even your favorite. I know. The next time you hear, it really is. The next time you hear my voice, I'll be a new woman because I will have seen my favorite musical in the West End. Um, for future Ash, how did... How did it feel seeing Wait For It and seeing um, the room where it happens and seeing the story of tonight reprise? Mm. Unsatisfied. How how did it feel? Not Sorry, this is not for the listeners. This is for Ashley. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving swiftly forward. Wow, we've really got on the tangent, haven't we? A massive, <laughs> a really fucking fat massive one. Um. <laughs> anyway, so we really hope you've enjoyed this episode. Follow mm-hmm. us on social media. Yeah. yeah. Please do. It means a lot. Like, because yeah. honestly, it's not, it's like, I love that my friends are showing support and vice versa, yours. But it's also about like your friends finding out about us because they're interested in mm-hmm. what we have to say as yeah. opposed to just our friends spreading the word just to be nice. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I kind of just want people to find out about us if it's something that they're interested in type of thing so please retweet and do whatever you can we really appreciate you all and honestly let us know what you want us to talk about like let us know what you want to be informed about because 
like we said this is about not only informing each other but informing you guys as well because mm. we don't know everything we're literally learning as we go and and like say what what you disagree with mm -hmm. if if any in the twitter mentions um and start the discourse and do all of that jazz we love you we have so much coming thank you for listening thank you for tuning in and, and this, this has been, been
summertime is a vibe. They said, I'm going to put your shit in a cardboard box. Yeah, exactly. Changing your number, and I'm changing all the locks. In our cardboard box. And you know what Beyonce said? She said, to the left, to the left. Yeah, in that box as well. In the same box.